Welcome back to another episode of Contemporary Indian Literature. In the previous episode, we talked about Kamla Das and did a very deep analysis of her poem and introduction. In today's episode, we are going to be continuing with another poem by Kamla Das called My Grandmother's House. Now, we all have that one thing that we are emotionally attached to, be it a place, a person, certain smells, sounds, and so on, that when any of these things aren't with us anymore, we tend to feel as though, like, oh, some, something is missing. So, here's another poem by Kamla Das that might make you walk down memory lane about, might rem- remind you of something or someone that you had or have an emotional connection with. But um, if not, it's it's fine. You can join in with Kamla Das as she reminisces about a place and person with whom she shares an emotional connection with in her poem, My Grandmother's House. My Grandmother's House. There is a house now far away where once I received love. That woman died. The house withdrew into silence. Snakes moved among books. I was then too young to read. And my blood turned cold like the moon. How often I think of going there. To peer through blind eyes of windows or just listen to the frozen air. Or in wild despair pick an armful of darkness. To bring it here to lie behind my bedroom door like a brooding dog. You cannot believe, darling, can you, that I lived in such a house and was proud and loved. I who have lost my way and beg now at strangers' door to receive love, at least in small change. Once again, like an introduction, this poem too is filled with a lot of imagery which makes it very intriguing and personal in a way while reciting it. it, it you might not entirely re- relate to the poem, but there will be something or the other be it the words used in it, be it the way the poem is placed, or be it the images that come to your mind while you're reading the poem that might remind you of something that you've heard of or something that has happened to you. And that's in a way that I feel at least makes the poem much more personal when it comes to imagery, when you have all these things that you can play around with while you're reading or I mean reciting the poem that makes the whole process very fun, intriguing and impersonal. So in this poem, the poet is describing or telling us how her grandmother's place has a special place in her heart and how she has received a lot of love and affection from her grandmother in that house. In the very very beginning, she tends to get a bit nostalgic of her grandma's house and how now that she's married and doesn't live there anymore, she can't be there. And now that her grandmother is gone, she feels sad. And she also shows that how her, the grandma's death has impacted the house too through the lines that woman died the house withdrew into silence it's in a way implying that the grandmother wasn't just another person living in that house she was in a way the heart and soul of that house and now that she's gone she sees snakes among books of the library as in there's no one else left there in that house to take care and now that she's living away from it she can't you know come and be like okay i want to take charge of this house I, she can't do it because she's living with her husband because it's how Indian traditions and cultures are like once you're married like they have you can't you you stay where your husband stays kind of a thing so she feels there's no one there to take care of her house which also in a way I feel the snakes roaming among the books it's in a way she's uh, relating it to her loveless marriage and that, and that's how she, it reminds her of her 
that's what reminds her of her grandmother's pure and selfless love and how she received so much love and affection in that very house that her granny wished to live in she also thinks of uh, visiting her grandmother's house and just peep in through the windows even though she's not there in the hopes of you know saying that okay i might experience that kind of love again like even for a second even though my grandmother doesn't live there what if i have that feeling like experience all those those feelings come back to me and i'm just like okay i'm happy now now i like, i don't know move on with my life or whatever which in a way implies that she really misses her grandmother and the love and affection that she used to show her there's this line that says uh, or in wild despair pick an armful of darkness to bring it here to lie it's in a way telling that the darkness that's now and that's engulfed her grandmother's house after her passing away that darkness or that you know those shadows don't scare her it's like it's much more of a it's much more welcoming than being fearful of that dark that has now that that now resides in that house so in the last few lines of the poem she puts forward the thoughts towards her husband too and how she doesn't feel loved and appreciated as she used to in her grandma's house and how she even if she tried to she can't and wouldn't find that love that was shown to her by her grandmother and um now she also compares to herself to a beggar who now begs for love and knocks helplessly at strangers doors to receive at least a small like small amount of love at least in some way or the other like the way she, her grandmother used to make her feel like and uh yeah this is brought us to the end of episode 2 i know it's been it's quite a long episode but it's i can't help it because once i get it get into analyzing poem i just can't stop i just have something or the other to say so just apologizing in advance if you guys are here for a really long time uh so yeah this brings us to the end of episode 2 hope you enjoyed it and i hope you guys are feeling loved and appreciated and let's hope to see you in the next one and i hope the next one might be short i don't know and yeah see you in the next episode